Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and it is Saturday, which means you're questions. We absolutely love, love, love getting your questions and diving into them. If you've got a question or a topic you want to hear, go to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox. And that is where you can drop in your question, your topic, your challenge, your struggle, and we will get to it in an upcoming Saturday show of the podcast. Today's a little bit different. You might be wondering, where's Sarah? Sarah is here, but not here. We were having some mic issues. So for the sake of getting things done, it's just me today. It's just me. But that just means we will appreciate Sarah's presence that much more when she is back for next Saturday's episode. But if you want to submit your question, your challenge, your struggle, go to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox, or you can just go to the show notes page for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash 649, and there will be a link right there to where you can drop in whatever you want to hear more about, whether it is something more general or something more specific. We've got a bunch of really, really great questions today. And before we get to them, I proudly want to say that today's episode is brought to you by Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic, F-O-U-R, Sigmatic. And I just worked with them to get a new page up on their website that will show you my favorite products and make it super easy for you to get 15% off of yours. So if you want to see my face, if you want to see my favorite Four Sigmatic products, go to foursigmatic.com forward slash primal. foursigmatic.com forward slash primal. I'll also link that up in the show notes. But if you are wondering what I love from Four Sigmatic, And if you just want an easy way to get 15% off so you can try it out, go ahead and go to foursigmatic.com forward slash primal. Here's the thing about Four Sigmatic and what they do. It is very well known that mushrooms as well as adaptogens are super good for us. They have so many health-promoting properties but they don't get a lot of shelf space. They don't get this like prevalent place in our homes and our everyday diets in large part because they generally don't taste really good. Now, I know there are some mushroom lovers out there. I'm not one of them. But the great thing that Four Sigmatic does is they incorporate these powerful ingredients into things that you're already enjoying every day, whether that's coffee, whether that's tea, whether that's a latte, hot chocolate even, 
For those of you non-coffee drinkers, I know you're, you're out there. If you're not a latte or a coffee person, they do have your healthiest hot chocolate. And you can't taste the adaptogens. You can't taste the mushrooms. Plus, I'm uh, getting ready to go on a business trip here in a couple of days. And I just love that they have the travel packets, right? I don't know about you, but I think hotel coffee is generally swill. It's just terrible. So it's always reassuring to me to know that I don't have to wait for Starbucks to open or something like that because I am an early bird. I can just bring the travel packets, use the coffee machine in the room for some hot water, and add my Four Sigmatic. The other thing that I want you to know, and then we'll dive into your questions about Four Sigmatic, is that every single batch of their products are third-party tested. And they're not just third-party tested to make sure that they meet label claim. Every single batch of these Four Sigmatic products are third-party tested. It's not in-house. That's what third-party means. They're hiring somebody outside to test because they're not biased for heavy metals. They're tested for allergens. They're tested for pathogenic bacteria, yeast, mold, mycotoxins, pesticides, and irradiation. I love that. Because I know that when I buy my regular coffee, it might be tested for mycotoxins, right? But it's not being tested for heavy metals or for allergens, for pathogenic bacteria, for yeast and all of that kind of stuff. So those are some of the few reasons that I love Four Sigmatic. Go to foursigmatic.com forward slash primal. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C, Four Sigmatic. It'll be in the show notes as well. You can see the products I love and use, and you can get 15% off your purchase. Guys, they're super affordable products. These are not things that are going to break the bank that you're going to have to try to fit into your budget. So check them out for sure. While you're over there on the show notes getting that link to foursigmatic.com forward slash primal, get on the wait list. Seriously, I'm just calling it like I see it. Get on the wait list for the fall 12 weeks to transformation for the first reason that I'm doing this free weekly group coaching, these coaching messages going out every single Monday. Think of it like a mini podcast, but personalized to what you guys tell me you are going through every single Monday, right to your inbox. Love that. The only way you can get those messages is if you're on the wait list. The second reason being, and I shared this, I think I shared it in the last episode, maybe it's in the next episode. So our fall session This is really important and I want to be super clear because I don't want to get emails in January with people who are upset with me. The fall session starts the last Sunday of September, which I think is the 29th. Don't quote me on that, but I do know it starts the last Sunday in September. Then it runs for 12 weeks, taking us right up to about a week before the Christmas holiday. There is no better time to be working on yourself and your mindset and these skill sets for taking great care of you and creating and maintaining motivation and momentum, there's no better time than as we go into the holiday and as we go into a new year and a new decade. Like, let's just use the last 12 weeks of the year to create massive momentum and get out of our own ways and go into the year feeling really amazing. Go into the holiday season feeling really empowered instead of disempowered, feeling great about ourselves and our journeys instead of wanting to hide. 
Lastly, and this is the piece that I don't want people to get upset about, I do not know what 2020 will bring in terms of the 12 weeks to transformation, because obviously, as you guys know, I'm having a baby I'm due in February. Um, Obviously, Primal Potential and the podcast and all of that will continue, and I'm working my tookus off to get ahead on podcast episodes so I don't feel like I have to record with a two-day-old baby. You know, that that might be a little complicated. People get pissed off when they hear my dog barking, so I can't even imagine the emails if people heard a baby whimpering. So I'm trying to get ahead. But with the 12 weeks to transformation, that has a really high degree of my personal involvement, whether that is through uh, being in the Facebook group every single day or being in our uh, course platform every single day, doing live coaching webinars every single week and all of that kind of stuff. I'm trying to keep a really open mind about what my first bout of motherhood will be like. So I am not making hard and fast decisions at this point. I'm really trying to keep my options open and see how I feel as I go, see how my partner and I are feeling about about my work schedule and my work balance and whatnot. So there is a good chance that there won't be a 12 weeks to transformation at the start of the year or maybe even the first half of 2020. I don't know. Don't hold me to that. I might get into the third trimester and feel like I've gotten so far ahead with other things that I absolutely have the bandwidth, but I cannot make that guarantee. So I want you guys on the wait list to at least learn more about this opportunity and keep an open mind. And I do think the fall is always a really powerful time to do it so that we have these skills and these tools going into the new year. You can get on the wait list by going to today's show notes page, primalpotential.com forward slash 649, or going directly to primalpotential.com forward slash transform. All right, your questions. And again, if you missed me saying this at the start of the episode, yes, usually Sarah is with me for these Saturday episodes, but for some reason, one of our two mics totally stopped working. I, uh, I'm on the boyfriend's schedule to have him look at it and hopefully fix it, but we just decided to roll with this one being solo and Sarah will be back tag teaming with me for our next Saturday show episode. All right. First question says, how do you stop preferring packaged junk food over real food for dinner? I was, when I read this question, I was thinking about how When I was first out of college, maybe even still in college, towards the end of college, I would go to the grocery store and get these 99-cent chicken pot pies that were full of sugar and starches and maltodextrin and all sorts of ingredients that I couldn't pronounce. And they were super affordable. I could eat for a week for under $10, right? But they didn't make me feel good. They weren't aligned with my goals. But I can relate to liking packaged junk food, whether that is chicken nuggets from a freezer bag or macaroni and cheese, anything like that. And I feel like not only did I live that way for so long in pregnancy, I've definitely had a lot of those, like my mom was saying to me the other day, well, what does sound good? Because I was telling her that all the foods I normally love just don't sound good. And I was like, you know what sounds good, mom? She says, what? I said, SpaghettiOs. And even as I said it, part of me was like, that's disgusting. But another part of me was like, I bet that would be tasty. I didn't have SpaghettiOs, but still, 
So how do you stop preferring packaged junk food over real food for dinner? There's so many ways to tackle this. And as you guys know, when you ask awesome questions like this, I could go on for hours, but I'll try to keep it really concise and to the point. One really encouraging thing to know is that as you eat differently, your taste buds do change. What we feed our palate most is what our palate comes to prefer. So there is no secret to why when we are eating processed foods and packaged foods, we prefer that not only because of habit and routine, but also because our taste buds really develop to match what we feed it most often. Now, the reason I call that great news is because as we change what we eat, our taste buds do change. So maybe at first, you're not going to prefer it. And you're going to do it because it is the right thing for you, for your health, for your family, for your energy, for your mood. Guys, when we eat whole foods more than we eat processed foods, when we really minimize those processed packaged foods, it is not only great for our health, it does so much for so many other areas, our ability to focus, our energy, our stamina, our mood, all sorts of factors like that, hunger and satiety, you name it. So one way to think about this is don't wait till you prefer it. I would prefer pancakes and cupcakes for dinner every night. That doesn't mean I don't enjoy some healthy foods, but like if there were no health implications, I could absolutely eat chocolate chip pancakes with butter for dinner every single night. You don't have to make decisions based on preference. Think about it this way. What if you said, how can I get to the point where I prefer to go to work instead of staying home, or I prefer to get up early instead of sleeping in? Well, chances are we go to work whether we would prefer to stay home or not. We take care of our children whether we would prefer to let them fend for themselves or not. One way to think about this is that you don't make decisions based on preference, but based on your goals, based on what is best for you, based on the version of you you want to be. So that's one angle. Another is, what real foods might you enjoy more than others, right? If you cringe at the thought of cauliflower or broccoli, then don't put cauliflower and broccoli on the menu. But if you can get down with my cabbage salad bowl, which is raw cabbage but also has bacon and avocado in it, then go for that. There are some things like you can't force me in my life to ever eat a piece of tilapia, which is a white fish, ever again. It's not happening. It is not happening. But there are things that I really do like. I like sea bass. I like salmon. So focus on, instead of these broad brush packaged versus healthy, in the spectrum of better than processed, better than packaged, what might you enjoy? Maybe it comes down to having to get creative. If you love pizza, well, then how can you make it a slightly healthier version of the pizza you normally enjoy? Maybe you're normally a meat lovers and cheese person, and it's a step in the right direction to add a couple different types of veggies. And then maybe you take a step in the direction where instead of three pieces of pizza, 
and some breadsticks, you have one piece of pizza and a salad. And then maybe over time, you're going to start to experience it with different bases for the pizza. Maybe in six months, you're trying out a cauliflower pizza crust or something like that. But it is always a spectrum. It is not as black and white as people think that it is. Second question says, I struggle between the hours of 2 and 4 p.m. I just want to eat then, even though I'm not hungry. Do you have any suggestions? As with all questions, I was about to say, just like the last one, but really it's true of anything, there are so many ways we can tackle this. One is, what are you thinking about during that time? A lot of times our desire to eat does not come from our body, it comes from our mind. If I sit here and I think, ooh, Lambert's has those cookies, I would love to just put work on hold for a little bit and put on some Netflix, go to Lambert's, get a cookie and sit here and eat it. I am absolutely going to drive my desire to snack even though I'm not hungry. But I can use my thoughts in another way. What can I knock out between two and four that is going to make me feel like I won this day? Where your attention goes, your energy flows. So things like wanting to eat come from our convincing. Because in this case, this person's not hungry, so it's not coming from our physiology, right? You can talk yourself into wanting to eat, or you can talk yourself into not wanting to eat, or you can talk yourself into something totally different. I personally like to say, like if I'm thinking it's two o'clock and maybe my brain's a little fatigued and I want a snack even though I'm not hungry, then I'm going to go to how can I turn my attention to something more productive? Like, all right, what could I do for the next 30 minutes that would make me feel really great? Or how can I increase my energy instead of succumbing to or submitting to this energy dip? Maybe that means I'm going to meditate. Maybe it means I'm going to go for a walk and have a bottle of water. Maybe it means I'm going to do 10 jumping jacks and then dive into a project that I'm going to knock out in the next 30 minutes. You can either convince yourself of, oh my gosh, I'd love a snack. Oh, I always snack at this time. No matter what day it is, like this is the time. This is my witching hour. You convince yourself of that or you convince yourself to focus on something else. You can also convince yourself of all the reasons you don't want to snack between two and four. I don't know about you, but for me, food tastes better when I'm hungry. So if I know I'm having dinner in a few hours, I'm going to enjoy it more physically and emotionally if I'm hungry versus if I just had like a big old snack. The other piece of it is I can convince myself that I don't want to eat when I'm not hungry because no matter what it is, carrot sticks or Twinkies, any excess fuel I give my body has to be stored. That's the only option. If and when I give my body more fuel than it needs, the excess has to be stored. Do I want it badly enough that I'm willing to accept the fact that it's going to be stored? So many different perspectives, but it comes down to not your body, but your mind. This next question is kind of about the body. It says, can insulin sensitivity cause problems with the female cycle, like bad PMS? Absolutely. Because our female cycle, the menstrual cycle, ovulation, all that, is very connected to our hormones. While it's dominant in the fluctuations of estrogen and progesterone, all of our hormones are interconnected. 
So if there is dysregulation of insulin, everything gets pulled out of whack along with that to varying degrees. Our hormones are a network. So just like if you have a big tangled ball of chain, like you've got a couple of different necklaces in a knot, and you pull on one part, every piece in that knot is affected by that. Our hormones are the same way. The great piece of this is our level of control over all of it, whether we're talking about estrogen, progesterone, insulin, cortisol, ghrelin, leptin, you name it, we have a tremendous ability to bring balance to our hormones to create a state of optimization where maybe there wasn't one presently. So when it comes to if then we go to how can we improve our insulin responsiveness, The Golden Rules of Carbs and Fat Loss, episode 195. If you haven't listened to it, go back and do that. I also did an extensive blog post on how I overcame my PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, primarily through diet and lifestyle. Well, no, entirely. I was going to say primarily through diet, then I added lifestyle. Entirely through diet and lifestyle. Eating more cruciferous vegetables minimizing starch and sugar, minimizing exposure to toxins. So yes, they are linked and there's so much we can do about it. I also recently did an episode on the way that our microbiome influences our hormones. And so while insulin sensitivity is one factor, which is also influenced by the microbiome, uh, dysbiosis or bacterial imbalances can cause PMS, bloating, cramping, mood swings, all of that stuff. And I'll link to that episode in the show notes. This next question says, is there any hope that I will get off this wheel of wanting to change and never changing? There's always hope. There's always hope. Because in every moment, you get a new chance. You get a blank slate. You get a fresh start you are in control of this. I can't tell you whether or not you will choose to change, but in every single moment, you are capable of it. First thing I want to say is listen to episode 630. It is for those who can't, don't, or won't change, something like that. It's not can't. It's like don't or won't. Those who don't or won't create change in their lives. Listen to episode 630. I'll link it up in the show notes. It talks about how sometimes there are chemical or hormonal imbalances that make it really hard for us to start that process, and there are things we can do to tackle that that then make change easier. When we start to feel better, we start to do better. For some people, it does begin with doing better, and then you begin to feel better. For other people, they really, really struggle to do better, and so we need to start with feeling better physically feeling better, physically feeling more motivated, episode 630 is really, really targeted towards that. Anytime somebody questions whether or not there's hope, it's almost like they know there is, but what they're lacking is belief in themselves. Because there's always hope, right? No matter what we're talking about, hope is a choice. Hope is a decision that anybody can choose at any time. What we're really getting at, though, is this underlying lack of belief. Belief flows from action. 
too many times I see people are making this macro, like this big, huge change they want to make, all the things they need to shift, how long it's going to take for them to get there. And one of the things I really focus on in the 12 Weeks to Transformation is making it the micro. That is the entire reason we created the Identity Journal, because so many people struggle to bring it from this big picture aspiration or hope for change. They struggle bringing it from that to the daily. It's such a different question to say, will I ever change? And how will I change today? What can I do differently today? What is one small thing that I can do to create an improvement today? That's such a different conversation and we need to make it about today. Sometimes we need to just make it about this moment. How can I win the next 10 minutes? How can I be a better version of me in the next 30 minutes or the next hour? So listen to episode 630 and really give a lot of thought. If you're at the point where you're lacking belief in yourself, you're also at the point where something like the 12 Weeks to Transformation and a real guided, structured process would be very powerful for you. So when you head over to the show notes to listen to episode 630, get on the wait list for the 12 Weeks to Transformation. We have two questions left, and this next one has a lot to do with this last one. How do I make the leap from knowing what to do to actually doing it. And again, I want to reference the identity journal because we recognized in working with people for a few years in the 12 Weeks to Transformation that a lot of folks struggle to break it down and make it about today. They're in a pattern of making it about the big picture and the total journey and the whole plan or, and or, because sometimes it's both, they're in the habit of dismissing today. It's too small to make a difference. I'll start tomorrow, all of that. It all is about today and what you can do today because that's the only place you can affect change. Everything else is in your mind. It's theoretical. It's hypothetical. What are you able and willing to do today to implement something that you know? To put something that you know but you haven't been consistently doing into action. The identity journal really prompts you to say, all right, of all the things I could be doing, of all the things I know to do, of the version of me I want to be, how will I show up that way today? And there's an interesting word in this question. How do I make the leap from knowing to actually doing it? It's not a leap. It's not a leap. It's a small step. It's a decision. And it can begin with this simple inquiry. What is something I know that I don't always do, that I will do today. This last question says, I've been hit with adrenal fatigue, empty nest syndrome, and menopause all at once, and I'm having a very difficult time finding my new purpose in all of this. Any advice? I don't think you need to find your purpose. I think you need to find an improvement for today, a connection to today instead of this big picture. It goes back to what I was just saying, right? If we make it too macro, if we make it too big, it's totally overwhelming and we don't know where to start and so we don't. Oftentimes the goal, the vision, the, uh, the big picture comes together as a result of small actions. So we can tackle any of these things like adrenal fatigue. Okay, 
what is one thing I can do to really nourish my body or support my adrenals today? When we start to feel better, things come into picture. And what I would say is somebody who is adjusting to the kids being out of the house, struggling with adrenal fatigue, symptoms of menopause, there's not a lot of clarity there. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of symptoms. There's a lot of um, lack of optimization in the body. So let's clear out some of what is causing the chaos and the confusion and the lack of clarity. The beautiful thing about all of these, empty nest, adrenal fatigue, menopause, is that there's so much we can do in caring for ourselves, diet and lifestyle, to assuage those challenges, to eliminate, in some cases, those challenges with adrenal fatigue and and menopausal symptoms. So whether we are talking about, I can meditate today. I cannot eat sugar today. I can journal today. There is always something you can do. So instead of trying to find this big picture purpose, start to chip away at the things that are clouding your clarity and your vision. As I said, we love getting your questions. Sarah will be back with me next Saturday. Go to the show notes page for today's episode because it is there that you can follow the link to submit your question, your challenge, a topic you want to hear about for an upcoming Saturday show. It is also there that you can get on the wait list for the 12 Weeks to Transformation and you can check out Four Sigmatic. You'll see the link to my little bio page there that will tell you the products I love and it's how you can save 15% if you want to give them a try. As we do every single Saturday, we have a winner today. And because today's episode is brought to you by Four Sigmatic, today's winner is getting a box of travel packets of the product of their choice, whether they want the turmeric latte or they want the regular dark roast coffee with lion's mane or anything else that comes in a box of travel packets from Four Sigmatic. It is your choice You just have to email Sarah at primalpotential.com, S-A-R-A-H. If you are the winner, today's winner is Appen H-C, A-A-P-E-N-H-C. And I might be pronouncing that terribly, but that is the iTunes handle, the Apple podcast handle for today's winner, because this individual left a rating and a written review of the podcast in Apple Podcasts, A-A-P-E-N-H-C. Please email Sarah at primalpotential.com and let her know your mailing address and what product you would like from Four Sigmatic. You guys can enter to win. We give something away every single Saturday. You just have to either leave a five, not a five star, (laughs) whatever rating and review uh, of the podcast that really speaks to you. So not only a star rating, but also a written review of the podcast in Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes, formerly known as iTunes, or a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon.com, or post on Facebook or Instagram your favorite Primal Potential podcast or a lesson you've learned from the Primal Potential podcast. Tag me. And if you do all three, you get three chances to win. Today's winner is A-A-P-E-N-H-C. That is their Apple podcast screen name for their five-star review that says, meant to be. I was unexpectedly drawn to this podcast and it has been exactly what I needed. Thank you, Elizabeth, for your wonderful content and sage words of wisdom. Thank you. 
A-A-P-E-N-H-C. People are probably laughing because I'm like mispronouncing it in the most obvious way and spelling it out. Like when I was driving and uh, I think I was with my sister, we were kids, and she said to our mom maybe, turn left on A-S-Y-L-U-M road. I remember saying asylum, but as I spell out A-A-P-E-N-H-C, somebody's probably thinking, isn't it obviously blah, 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 and I'm not seeing it. So A-A-P-E-N-H-C, thank you so much. Email Sarah. We'll get your product right out in the mail to you. The rest of you, make sure to enter to win. If you have questions, drop them at primalpotential.com forward slash inbox. I hope you will choose to get on the wait list for the fall 12 weeks to transformation if you haven't already. And we will see you next time. Make today absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.